This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by Italian Citizenship Assistance. We, of course, are back here again with Italian attorney and head of the U.S. Office of Italian Citizenship Assistance, Marco Permunian. Welcome, Marco. Welcome back. Thank you for coming again. How are you doing? Thank you. Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. And we are back here today to talk about a subject that we have, of course, touched on in the past and would like to talk a bit more about. And that is the situation for somebody who is looking to get Italian citizenship but doesn't happen to live in Italy or the US. And we're talking, in this video, we're really focusing on Americans who are living abroad, American expats. And sometimes you do see those little differences between what somebody goes through in Italy or their home country versus going through the process abroad. And we're not only going to focus on Italian citizenship by descent, but we will talk about that as well. So Marco, where is it that you think you would like to uh, really lead us in with this to, to get started with maybe some of the differences somebody could uh, expect in comparison with a normal citizenship process? I believe the most important aspect of this type of process uh, for someone who is an American citizen and resides abroad is whether this person can apply for Italian citizenship by descent in the country where the individual is residing. Meaning, if you are residing abroad in a country different from Italy and from the US, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are able to apply for recognition of Italian citizenship by descent in the country where you are living. More precisely, if you are an American residing in a foreign country, you can only use an Italian consulate in that country if at the time of the submission of the application, so not necessarily now, but when you will be ready to present your application at the consulate, you will have a visa or residency permit valid for at least two years after your appointment with the consulate. So say you are an American who lives in Germany and you are in the process of gathering all the necessary documents and then your appointment with the Italian consulate in uh, Munich is going to be in seven months from now. At that time, you will have to have a German visa which is set to expire at least two years after your appointment. People may be wondering why two years. There is a very specific reason why the consulate does require that and the reason is the Italian citizenship process potentially by law could take up to two years, meaning from when the application is presented, it could take up to two years for for you to hear back from the consulate for, for the consulate to process your citizenship application and approve it. Now, in most cases, it doesn't take two years, especially if you are not applying in America because Consul Italian consulates in America, they are knowingly slow. But if you are applying through an Italian consulate outside of America, in a country that um, has a low percentage of people of Italian descent, most likely your application will be processed in just a few months after you presented it. However, by law, which is a, the Italian law is valid for all of the Italian consulates across the world, 
it could take up to two years. So the consulate has two years to process the application. And even if it doesn't really take two years, even if it takes much shorter in your uh, specific case, but if there is, there is the risk that you're going to be forced to leave the country in the middle of the process, the consulate is not going to accept your application in the first place. So when you go to the consulate, you have to tell them, look, I reside here now, and I'm showing, showing you that I will be residing here for the next two years. So that's the reason why they want a two years visa at the time of the submission of the application. I actually remember when I was going through my process, the, the first question that they asked was, oh, are you on a student visa? Because they they knew that very clearly, and especially in the country where I was, like <laughs> that these visas do uh, were more of an annual type thing or a very short term in some cases. So they want to make sure that you are there specifically for a good amount of time. No, but actually it's very interesting what you just said, because I'm contacted by um, a few people during the year that tell me um, I'm a student in Germany or in Australia. I'm, I'm, I'm an American student here. Can I apply for Italian citizenship here? Uh, in most cases, the answer is no, but not necessarily. But also, and I'm going to get to this in a second, but also I'm contacted by people who are uh, not even students, they're just visiting. So they tell me, okay, I'm here for the next three months because I'm traveling around the world. I want to file my application here. And for those people, the answer is unfortunately a definitive no. But for those people like students who have a visa which is shorter than two years there may be the possibility for them to apply it's not that the law says that you have to have a visa that is at least two years long it's the consulate that wants to make sure that you're going to be present in the country for the for the next for the following two years after the submission of the application but if you have a visa that is shorter than two years but you show the consulate that you're going to be there anyway, they may just let you apply. For example, a student that has a one-year visa but renewable, that is a student that is going to continue renewing uh, their visa for as long as they go to school in that country, if the consulate is convinced that you're going to be residing there for real for more than two years, even if you have a shorter visa, then they may just let you apply. If you're applying in a country... Uh, that has a high percentage of people of Italian descent, most likely the consulates in that country will have a, a longer wait time for the next available appointment, for example, consulates in Brazil or Argentina or oh, Australia gosh. or even in America. You know, they don't, have, they don't have super long wait times in America, but still it's not the shortest. But if, for example, if you are an expat living in Germany, you can expect the Italian consulate in Germany to have a very short wait time for the first available appointment to present your application for citizenship by descent. And also the ways in which the application can be presented may be more, um, they may, may, may be easier in a consulate that doesn't see very many applications for citizenship by descent. For example, in America, they have these online booking systems where you have to book an appointment to even show up at the consulate with all your documents. But in other consulates, it, it may just be necessary for you to give the consulate a call and tell them, hey, 
I'm ready to apply for citizenship and they tell you just come in whenever you you want we you can show up like anytime uh, during the week uh, on Mondays and and maybe Tuesdays so a very a different way of even scheduling appointments with people if you are in a country that has a low percentage of people of Italian descent so a country where the consulate of Italy doesn't see very many applications and also they may be even less aware of how the process works they may have to look into that um, no, that was definitely the case in my situation where i had to i was lucky that i had a pretty good idea of how it worked and i had to actually explain a few things to them because the first individual who i spoke to at the consulate said no you can't get italian citizenship what are you talking about i was like Yes, I can. I know I can. <laughs> and it, it's not a bad thing, actually, that they don't know how the process works. And especially the consulates that are very um, inundated with Italian citizenship applications, they may be more reluctant to give you citizenship or they may give you a hard time if they can, just because they are, hey, like, hundreds of people are applying for citizenship we're kind of tired you know but right in, and they'll the be end, they'll, they'll they'll take more uh, uh, fi- they'll have a more fine-tooth comb and if the exactly. littlest detail exactly for example when it comes to discrepancies right uh, you may find that a consulate that is more familiar with the process is maybe uh, more demanding in terms of uh, inconsistencies or actually the consistency of the documents that you present so they may require more amendments from you whereas a consulate that doesn't see people who want to get Italian citizenship by descent maybe hey this is all good to me you, you're just good to go this right. is, <laughs> even if you have made maybe major discrepancies in your documents and I've had some people who've contacted me personally just because of my YouTube channel that I make videos on and I've talked about how this subject about how different consulates can and different comune can be a little bit more strict with some of these requirements and they're wanting to know what's the secret sauce where's the best place to go unfortunately it's one of those things where you just it's impossible to say because like we've also talked about in previous videos a place that could be great to go to today could be horrible to go to tomorrow just because the officials and the clerks do come in and out. And we've seen at some uh, consulates where there was a really great person working in there and they were really great with taking care of the citizenship applications. Next person came in and then it was just a big mess. Yes, no, that's totally true. That person could either apply for citizenship back in their home country. So um, since we're talking about Americans, you could just go back and apply in America where you're from as long as you maintain a residency address in America and you have a state ID to prove that you reside in a certain state for example you are a somebody who likes to travel and you happen to be in Germany for three months and then Japan for another maybe six months on a visa maybe you travel a lot for work but maybe you maintain an address in America where you don't really reside. Maybe it's your parents' address um, in, I don't know, New Jersey, and you have a New Jersey driver's license. Then at that point, you can use the Italian consulate in New York to apply for Italian citizenship by descent, even if you actually don't really reside in America, but you don't really have any other options. Uh, so it's like a kind of like technically residing there and you're 
basically on vacation, so to speak, is what it sounds like you're describing. Exactly, because you can't prove residency anywhere else in the world. You, your only option is to apply back in your home country where you were residing prior to leaving it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, the ultimate option would be for someone who's really maybe a nomad to apply for citizenship in Italy. So you would have to, you are a citizen of the world. You don't reside really anywhere in the world and you're constantly traveling. Uh, What do you do? At that point, I believe the only option would be to establish residency in Italy and file the application in Italy. So you would have to relocate physically to Italy Uh, The good thing is that they will give you a visa just because you filed the citizenship application in Italy and that will allow you to continue residing in Italy throughout the process. And so, I mean, hey, if if you're a citizen of the world, why not become a citizen of Italy? (laughs) But maybe taking it a step back to when we were talking about actually making the, the application and doing it outside of Italy and outside of America, what would be the process and are there any differences in the documentation needed or how would that even go? What does that look like for the average person? The process is very similar to the process that you would have to go through if you resided in America. There are some small differences, uh, primarily in terms of the translations of the documents. So, If you're applying for citizenship through a consulate outside of America, you still have to present all your documents, um, the vital record documents going back to the Italian-born ancestor. The documents need to be, of course, legalized and translated. But if you are applying in America, most consulates um, want regular translations. So you can just translate the documents yourself if you're fluent in Italian or have a translator do that, but um, translations can be or should be uncertified, meaning just normal translations, because um, when you go to the consulate and apply for citizenship, the consulate will certify the translations. And that's because the consulate in America has the ability to certify translations from English into Italian. So you submit general, uh, you submit normal translations and then the consulate will take care of putting the stamps. So they will make basically making the translations um, official. They will basically be certifying that they're faithful translations of, of the original document. But if you are applying for citizenship through another country, for example, Germany, then the Italian consulate in Germany will not speak English, meaning they will speak Italian, they will speak German, which is the language of the country that hosts the consulate, but they don't really speak English. So when you present your documents, even if you present an Italian translation, they can't be sure that it's accurate. They, they don't have the ability to certify that it's an accurate translation. So they will want you to apply with translations that were previously certified. And how can you certify those translations? You can do it through the Italian consulate in the country where the documents originated, or you can get the translations certified in other ways. For example, you can get them certified in Italy in court. So 
a clerk of the court will certify that the translations are faithful, faithful and accurate. Or, for example, you can have a an official translator in the country where the consulate is located, certify before a public notary that the translation is accurate and faithful, and then the notary seal would have to be certified as well through an apostille if the country is a member of the Hague Convention. But the point is, the consulate will want to be sure that the translations are accurate and faithful and will want somebody else to certify that. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, because if they're technically not uh, certified, or not certified, but they're not required to have that language there, then how can they be the ones to take those steps? Because, of course, when these individuals who are coming from Italy uh, or even who are abroad already living abroad and happen to be Italian citizens working at these uh, offices, it will be required knowledge for them to know the language of the country or sometimes languages of the country or at least that region plus Italian. Uh, like actually in the situation where I was, uh, they had to know both of the languages of the country, but you could go, in fact, and have communication, verbal communication in English, but because they weren't allowed to touch American documents or, or documents in English, they said, there's nothing that we can do. It's like, I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I'm happy to talk with you. It's actually easier for me to speak with you in English than the language from the other part of the population that I don't speak their language. So it makes that easier for us to have that, that, that dialogue. But... Unfortunately, you need to go get those those certification those certified uh, translations on your own. That's nothing we can help you with. But so far, we've spoken, of course, a lot about Italian citizenship by descent. But what about for a person who is not of Italian descent? Can you get Italian citizenship through uh, naturalization if you're living outside of Italy, or is residency in Italy always required? As for citizenship by residency so through naturalization but because you have resided in italy of course the requirement is that not only you have resided in italy but that you are currently residing in italy at the time of the submission of the application so um, i'm asked a lot of times you know i'm someone who has resided in italy for maybe seven years or ten years but i don't reside in italy anymore can I apply for citizenship through residency? And the answer is no. You have to be residing in Italy now at the time when the application is filed in order for you to be able to file the application. But it is possible for someone who is married to an Italian to apply for citizenship. We said that in another video, even if the spouse of the Italian has never resided in Italy. So if you are someone who is married to maybe an American citizen who became an Italian citizen by descent, and now you are living as a couple in a foreign country different from Italy and the U.S., so you're living in Germany. We're talking about Germany a lot in this. <laughs> it's a great, a, great, a great place to explore. <laughs> and um, you can apply for citizenship through marriage even if you have never, never resided in Italy, and the process is actually identical to the process that you would have to go through if you were residing in America. There is just maybe a small difference or I should say additional requirements that you will have to present if you don't reside um, in America. As we said in other videos, when you're applying for citizenship through marriage, you need 
criminal background checks from every state or country in which you have resided. And of course, if you are no longer residing in America and you're now living with your Italian-American spouse in Germany, then you also have to present a criminal background check from Germany. So a criminal background check from the country where you're currently residing. But um, the process is pretty much identical. Like I said, there are no major differences. When you have presented the application, you just have to wait for your application to be processed and then um, you will become an Italian citizen. There is probably a clarification that I should uh, make that your Italian spouse, even if your spouse is American but became an Italian by descent, your spouse must be registered with the AIRE in the country where you are applying. So, for example, if you are a couple who is originally from America and, like I said, your spouse is also an Italian citizen because he got Italian citizenship by descent in America and now you're living in, in a foreign country different from America and different from Italy, but your spouse never moved... Uh, his IRE registration to the other country where you went to live, it will be necessary to do so before um, you start the application for citizenship through marriage. So if your spouse is still registered in New York and now you live in um, Munich, you will have your spouse will have to um, register with the IRE with the Italian consulate in Munich before you can start the application process for citizenship through marriage. And that's very interesting. Of course, we've actually focused uh, a whole episode on the AIRE. And so for anybody who's watching, of course, they can check that out. And to me, it's fascinating how much uh, of Italian life and being an Italian citizen uh, can be wrapped up in making sure that you have your AIRE registration completed and taken care of. But I do think this is a great place to round off this episode. So of course, Marco, thank you so much for making yourself available again. And of course, uh, if people are looking for assistance and help with this process, how can they get in contact with you guys over at Italian Citizenship Assistance? They can send us an email at info at italiancitizenshipassistance.com or give us a call. The phone number is on our website italiancitizenshipassistance.com and of course thank you so much for checking out this video and watching it of course if you would like to see more content like this about italian citizenship or even about italian real estate be sure that you are subscribed and if you have any questions feel free to leave them below or to contact marco and his team directly or if you would like to see more content about life in italy living in italy and life as a dual citizen feel free to come over and check out my personal youtube channel youtube.com slash where i go into some of these details and show a little bit more of life in Italy and talk about subjects that are relevant to dual citizens and those individuals who enjoy a life abroad. And of course, we have been here with Italian attorney and head of the U.S. Office of Italian Citizenship Assistance.com, Marco Permunian, and I am Rafael Di Furia, and we look forward to seeing you all next time. Later. Thank you. Thank you.